Hello, everybody. Um, welcome again to the um, McAllister Hours. Just a few announcements today before we start off. Um, I'm going to just, um, besides maybe one other guest, um, a close friend who is working from home and pretty um, unexposed at the moment to any virus, um, I'm going to put off all guests until May. Um, that's just how, how it's going to roll right now. Um, I just want to be safe and careful and kind of go by what everything else is going. Um, we're going to talk about all this coming up, but um, yeah, just uh, we're, we're just not going to have anyone else. Um, second thing, a lot more exciting and not near as dreary. Um, we're going to get into this at the beginning of the podcast, start out on a good note, is my new long-awaited release called family portrait it's on spotify itunes everywhere if you buy it i make money if you listen to spotify i also make money not as much but still a pretty good amount of money considering um being a hobby and i can release it you know professionally and actually make income out of it um shout out to tunecore not gonna plug them or anything but some good shit uh so anyways like I said, we're going to get more into that in depth in the podcast. But for now, um, yeah, stay tuned. We'll be right back for the start of the show. What button is it again? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, you are listening slash watching to the McAllister Hours. I am your host, as always, Colin McAllister. And we're going to be on a string for a while where you're going to have to listen to me talk for hours and hours and hours on end. So that's what you're tuning into here. So you're probably going to be tuning into for the next month or, month or three weeks at least. So I was thinking I was going to hate this get up, but it's actually kind of fun. Um, I'm not getting near the fog in my face that I did with that handkerchief. Um, yeah, I had to pick up, well, I didn't even pick up anything from my parents. I, uh, they, uh, I had some mail that went to their house, so I went and picked it up, and they, like, dropped off, and they, um, put it in the bag, and they didn't even want to come and contact me. I guess they don't know where I've been, which is fair. Um, which I haven't been many places. I've been working, I've been doing this, doing art, other shit, but anyways, um, I went and picked that up, and she gave me a few of these little uh, masks, which I don't really think do a lot, in all honesty. Um, yeah, uh, we're going to get into a little bit of the coronavirus, but um, not a ton. Not a ton to start with. Um, my dumbass, we were going to talk about this album really quick. Before we get into any of that stupid bullshit, um... Let me pull it up here. So I've been working on this for like the last year and a half. Um, I'm not going to like gloat or self-promote too much. But it's it's been a long time in the process. 13-track um, album. Um, has one feature come down, which is probably the top track. Um, it looks, looks like at least stats-wise. I don't know how much of that is me listening to it and how much other people are listening to it. Um, but... Like I said, I did the two core. It was some good shit. 
Um, it's really exciting. I'm just gonna play. I like I said, I don't want to self-promote too much, but we'll just play a little bit here. Um, this is come down. This is the track that Ames is featured on. Don't calm down till it comes down. Everything else will come around. Always been lost, never been found. Trip in the alley, hear all the sounds. Spirals loud. These clouds blow in circles every once in a while. Call your fam in the middle of the bad trip. Lash out in silence. While the violence acting like he was raised by a tyrant. Always listen, look around for sirens. Stop trying to be a bad kid taking LSD. Eagle B, worst enemy. Remember who you ought to be. A white kid from rich family like me. Me at a party, take off, make it under a tree. Nobody has to know it was me. Come from a bitch who always reads, never smoking like me. Come from a tribe with greed and money. Not sweets, honey, or anything that you thought it'd ever be. Riding an interstellar, while well, I'm going blind and deaf like Helen Keller. Relics I'd be storytelling, rapping like it's the end of Ellen. Punk bitches be rocking my mind, teasing and butts right all the time. Don't know what I'm supposed to do with myself though. Know what it means to have a broken dream. Mary Jane, LSD, alcohol, dopamine. Yeah, we just some pirates on the open seas, floating, hoping maybe we can find some peace. Know what it means to have a broken dream. Mary Jane, LSD, alcohol, dopamine. We just some pirates on the open seas, floating, hoping maybe we can find some peace. Oh shit, it's time um, to get this party so yeah. started. I'm that is that track. That was featuring Ames. He's a fellow rapper of mine, or <laughs> fellow rapper, fellow uh, rapper who. Um, me and him go back quite a ways. He's probably the first. Okay, I can't do this anymore. Um, he's probably the first uh, artist that I really um, comboed with, actually. Um, I had a mixtape. <coughs> Excuse me. Holy shit. First burp of the show, I think. Um, but way back in the day. Way back in the day. Um, when, I, when I went by the name Untitled which was fucking terrible. My first mixtape, I I really regret. I consider it one of my worst projects. But he was on he was on one of those tracks, and it was actually a really good track. It was a lot of fun. Um, but that was back in, I want to say, 2016. Um, so, yeah, me and him go back a long time. It was really fun to have him on that track again. Um, me and him are going to be doing, hopefully, some music in the future. Um he's got some he's got a lot of plans for this year i'm sure coronavirus kind of set things up or set things back a little bit but seems to be doing well he's gonna be on the show hopefully here soon once all this shit is over with but anyways without further ado let's here's another one just a little taste Riding with my insecurities made me such a slut The church of law and God, your reality is a facade You and I go toe-to-toe and say what's on our upper thoughts I'll see if you're taking a shot down, but brainwashed from your town See it around, I'm focused, season the moment up in the open Everyone trying to tell you that your reality is bullshit I rage quit on you bitches, man, you know what it's good for Send you back shopping the store, see it makes you look like a whore But we all won, we all fucked up, so let's get to our knees Suck the shaft and grieve and turn around and smoke some 
rapidly increase into these naked chicks on TV. Grind up on my Wheaties and say how much you need me. Seriously considering everything like it was fake news. Think it out over bruise. You must choose what you must do. Live life like a tool or be in a committed relationship. I'll just smoke an eighth of this. Forget what time of day it is. Um, so yeah. That is the album. Some good shit. Um, yeah. So all of you, check it out. Check it out on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, basically everything. That's the thing that's so great about TuneCore is like they really, they really kind of do or not kind of they do a great job putting your all your stuff through everything. I mean, obviously the you know the trouble being on like soundcloud or um you know if you want to just upload shit to youtube um there's copyright things you have to go through um i even had a um little issue with the song that i already previously released um and i didn't like do the titling right so they rejected my album at first so it took quite a while to release it but it is finally up check it out it's good shit okay enough of that enough self-promotion and all that shit uh let's get into it so i really hate talking about this i really don't want to make this whole episode um but i do i do think it's prevalent to talk about the coronavirus as this is one of the um craziest things we've seen probably ever um this is a clip i'm just gonna start with i don't know I really don't. I really hate to make it political right off the bat. Um, it's not, but it's not even really political. It's just, uh, it's kind of just upsetting in general. No matter what side you're on. Um. Uh, I'm not gonna really. I, fuck, I should pull that up. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pull it up. But there's a. Uh, I was watching Paul Joseph Watson. Um, talk about. Um, Nancy Pelosi and you know, all the shit in Sacramento when she said coronavirus is out and, or when coronavirus was out she said everything was fine and then it's it's just politicians uh, um, getting leeway for certain power struggles and all that um, so you know, and I think Trump is a really big example of what's going on. And it's really sad. It's just sad that, d- despite what side you're on, that if you're a president and you're making it about yourself, it's an issue. This is this is the fundamental problem. You know, it, I, I was there. I remember 2016, the, the, the surge, the rush to vote for Trump, especially if you lived in the Midwest, you know, wanting something different not wanting to vote for the establishment somebody like me who's been labeled i don't consider myself an anarchist but it's been labeled as you know anarchist or i guess the best way to describe would be like atheist atheist nihilistic um having like something like trump in office kind of seemed appealing at the time but you know four years later when we're in this serious crisis that you know no president would you know, be able to handle full. We have this guy, this motherfucker that I voted for. I am to blame for this. P- possibly, maybe not. <laughs> I don't think I'm that bad of a guy, but um, 
But we just had a big Let's development in the unfolding head. Spygate investigations. But anyways, just been I, I, just watching this, it's like his whole how how he acts. It's kind of ridiculous. Owners across America that the Paycheck Protection Program is launching tomorrow. Nearly $350 billion in loans will be available to small businesses, including sole proprietors. These loans are up to 100% forgivable as long as employers keep paying their workers. Got to take care of your workers. Furthermore, we want Social Security beneficiaries to know that if they are typically not required to file a tax return, they don't have to file one in order to receive the direct cash payments that will soon be distributed to American citizens. IRS now saying so that's good, but I guess months. the question I guess the question is if he's actually gonna come through on that, but well, let, let, me be, us, let me be clear. I don't know where you let me be clear. I don't know where you're hearing these things. I told you this would be three weeks. I'm now committing to two weeks. We're delivering on our commitments. The IRS which I oversee within two weeks the first money won't be in people's I really hope so. I am assuring the American public they need the money now. What I want to be optimistic again, but we have your information who knows you'll get it in two, in within 2 weeks social security you'll get it very quickly after that if we don't have your information you'll have a simple web portal you'll upload it if we don't have that we'll send you checks in the mail we anticipate issuing more orders under the defense production act in the very near future in addition to the one that i've just signed against 3m for face masks. I did take a uh, test. It just came out. This is from oh, the White damn. House physician. You may have it. Just came oh, out. I just took it this I morning. I threw it over there. And I took it. It took me literally a minute to take it. Okay, but this is ridiculous. I need, I need my face mask for this. Because Trump. See, this is the fucking stupid part. Is that he's just. This is all he cares about. This is all he gives a fuck about. Right through here. And this whole time, this whole, like, these last couple weeks you're watching him, he's like a kid with, like, severe ADHD. He's, like, pacing around the room, looking around. Oh, my God. But anyways... And it took me, I guess it was 14 or 15 minutes. This is what he cares about. He cares about how he looks. Work. I didn't wait for it, but he said it took 14 minutes or something to come up with a conclusion. And it said the president tested negative for COVID-19. At this point, uh, the White House Coronavirus Task Force is working on a proposal for the president. But look at him. Uh, to use some he of can't, he can't stand still for more than a second. To compensate the hospitals directly. Oh, my God for any coronavirus treatment that they provide to uninsured Americans. We're working out the details of that. The president will make a final decision tomorrow. We expect uh, an announcement, but the president's made it very clear. We don't want any American to worry about the cost of getting a test or the cost of getting treatment. And we don't want people to get an artificial sense of protection because they're behind a mask. Because mm. if they're touching yeah, yeah. things, no, I get remember your eyes are not in the mask. I'm just talking about something else. So if you're else. touching things and then touching your eyes, you're exposing yourself in the same way. So we don't want people to feel like, oh, I'm wearing a mask, 
I'm protected and I'm protecting others. You may be protecting others, but don't get a false sense of security that that mask is protecting you exclusively from getting infected because there are other ways that you can get infected because the number of asymptomatic and mild cases that are out there. Unnamed White House officials have described your role as being something of running a shadow task force. Um, how do you describe your role? How do you, how do you describe the qualifications you bring to the This fucking guy. Yeah, I, I would just say very simply, look, the president asked the vice president to run the task force. Uh, the vice president asked like, me to I get assist. It. Uh, I've been serving really at the direction of the vice president. Are, so He's asked me to get involved in different projects. Uh, the vice president and I speak probably sometimes five, ten times a day. Uh, but everything that I'm doing is at the direction of the vice president. If some people are talking to you, that means they're probably not informed as to what's going on. But I can assure you that I'm uh, speaking with Dr. Burks, all, Dr. Fauci, all married in, uh, the vice president, all president multiple times a day to make sure that I'm accomplishing and focusing on the objectives that the vice president uh, deems a priority. Uh it's just dumb. It's fucking dumb. The whole thing. I just don't. I I don't appreciate how he's how he's handling all this. I really don't think he's. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, the statistics are saying 100 to 200 thousand people are gonna die. U.S. now has the highest rate of infection. It's not good, man. And, um, he just didn't act correctly. Um, and it's really interesting. Um, his pop, his popularity, this is kind of just, I don't know. I don't know how accurate this is, but it is very interesting. The, uh, well, hmm. That's actually really interesting. His approval rates have gone up. And that's really stupid. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Like I said. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think his followers are brainwashed at this point. But, I mean... You know, religion has a huge factor in it. That's the problem with the Republican Party. Is they, they play this religious aspect to it. And it just it feeds the brainwash. You know. That's why I, can, I don't know. I'm I, I'm personally re registered Republican, but I can't like personally side with that shit. I don't know. But anyways, um, let's see. As governors and world leaders approval surges during crisis, Trump sees small gains. This is from NBC saying that. Oh, it's ticked up. But not as much as governors and other world leaders. See, that's the problem. Is like that. It's just like it's sheep following the shepherd. Anyways, okay. So this looks like. I think this is worldwide. I could be wrong. It seems like worldwide. So we're up to a million or one point one five million coronavirus cases. About. 61,649 deaths, 240,120 um, recovered, sorry. Um, and then, let's see, for the U.S., the U.S. is at 290 for total cases. <laughs> Shit, I'm getting corona. 
440 new deaths. Yeah, it's not good. 7,000 total deaths. 7,800 total deaths. In the U.S. And Iowa, thankfully, is still pretty low. Um, 699, basically 700 confirmed cases. Um, 60 of recover. Ooh. Now that's, that scares me. That's sketchy. Um, very low recovery rate. Wow. That's like, that's less than 20%. I mean, fuck. Who knows if those... Who knows how many of those people are just, like, staying at home. Like, if they have it, they're just staying at home and writing it out. Because that's what they recommend a lot of people are, a lot of people would do. Especially people my age that get it. You know? Um, I, I have quit smoking um, successfully for a few days now. Um, I'm trying to stay away from that during all this. I think I'll be okay. I do, I do clean quite a few days a week. That's kind of worrisome, but... Um, when I'm not out, I'm usually here chilling. I don't really go out do um, I don't try to go out do much. Um, yeah, 11 deaths in Iowa. Um, yeah, I guess it'll just be interesting to see. Um, I would think reasonably from a normal person's perspective that this is going to impact him significantly it's at least it, it, it i may i may push to um vote for the other side um you know i hate to do that i hate to play it hate hate to play the game i might because it's just bullshit that just pisses me off um but the good thing is from what i've heard um i don't have any articles really to back this up but from what i've heard in podcasts other sources and stuff like that um this is gonna be kind of like a mushroom effect so it's gonna you know rise very quickly plateau for a while then taper off very quickly um and they're estimating hoping that around may this will start to taper off so that's kind of why i'm setting the podcast date back to that um i think it's gonna be okay but i thought i thought this article was interesting too um, China lining about the coronavirus putting the world in jeopardy. Well, no shit. But here's a short clip here. Let's watch this. My name is Allie. I am 18 months post-op. Or the community. Or we can watch I an ad. With weight loss, I would lose weight and then I'd gain weight back. I struggled with anxiety and depression. Since having surgery, I can tell you that I love my life. Iowa weight loss specialist. I guess I should. I guess I should read, huh? Or what was that? What was that part? Um, a Chinese doctor who has since died of the virus tried sounding alarms during its early stages. Uh, Li Wenling was detained with eight other doctors for posting information about patients with respiratory problems on WeChat. Authorities claimed their doctors were spreading unverified information as reason for their detention. Other doctors were reprimanded and told to stop posting online about the virus. 
Um, this is Fox News. So, basically the Chinese government came in and, you know, shut them down. This is Fox News. I don't really like them, but I don't know. Seems uh, the formatting is really weird for some reason. I don't know what's going on with my browser, but this article is very short. More of like a description for the clip, but, but nonetheless, I mean, I think everybody knows that that China fucked everybody over. It's bullshit. Um, now this I haven't seen. Um, of course I got the. I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but. The interpreter is just a trend that started. It's just kind of weird. I don't know. Don't don't most people who have ALS issues can't they read? I don't know. Maybe it's for the autism spectrum, but I think most of them can read lips. I thought. I thought. I don't know. Again, that's probably an asshole. Uh, well, Strayer's here to help. New bachelor students can receive free deal, laptop. Strayer University. Uh, and tonight, the Iowa is. Board of Medicine is calling for a stay-at-home order. Governor Reynolds says state restrictions currently in place serve the same purpose. Channel 13's Christina Salonikas has the story. Iowans of all walks of life are either strongly in favor uh, or strongly opposed to sheltering in place. And this has become a divisive issue at a time when we must be united in our response to this crisis. I want Iowans to understand that we have taken significant and incremental steps to mitigate the spread of the virus since we identified our first case in Iowa on March 8th. Steps that include closing schools, local businesses like bars, restaurants, salons and more through the end of of the month to help stop the spread of COVID-19. Health officials explain they're looking at data from each regional area. The regional Looks map the displayed on the screen during the press conference yesterday and today is the Regional Medical Co Coordination Center map, which mirrors the Healthcare Coalition service areas that were... Okay, now this is... Come on, give me a break. I can't see it. ...developed by the Iowa Department of Public Health in 2016 to strengthen regional coordination for responding to disasters such as the one we are currently experiencing. See, the types of data health officials fuck. are looking at include the number of ventilators was. available, the number but of patients in the intensive care high. unit, and the number of beds available. The governor says she will continue to use data, metrics, and recommendations to make her decisions. If you did a side-by-side -side comparison of what we are doing in Iowa and what other states are doing, they are much the same. Even those states that have implemented shelter-in-place orders have kept the majority of their businesses open, similar to our orders. In Johnston, Christina Salonikas, Channel 13 News. So... So it looks like they're staying on their toes, but no word yet. Yeah, that okay. Here, what is this? It? No, that's not it. I don't know. Weird, but yeah, I mean, it could happen. I think numbers are low enough still. But that's that's the problem with this whole thing is it takes so long. I mean, you're not gonna know for a week. It changes like the the numbers change every day like drastically. 
you know, a week, a week's time has been like thousands of hundreds of thousands of people. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, uh, Iowa man holds horse auction drawing 600 people. Yeah, this was like, um, didn't get arrested. Yeah, so basically people are just still, they're like, I don't give a fuck, you know? I don't give a fuck. Oh, I thought this was interesting. Um, a retired janitor died in southern Georgia. And then they, crowds of relatives and friends flocked to a local funeral home mourn together. So, this is Georgia, of course. And, uh, they're just like, just being dumbasses. Oh my god. So, in this small county, and this, the, from what this seems like, this is like a really tiny part of. Georgia, there are at least 490 confirmed cases reported in Dundee County, at least 29 deaths. So that's pretty, uh, that's for that condensed from what seems like that size. Okay. See, roughly 750,000 people. So yeah, that's a lot. I mean, well, yeah, that's still, I mean, that that's significant. That's in that short of a time, people just not taking these precautions it's really dumb um so just be aware be careful don't be dumb i mean i don't know just keep doing what everybody's doing wash your hands use sanitizer practice social distancing i hate it but gotta do it man um i've been doing a lot of artwork a lot of painting a lot of reading um there's a more than there's probably like 10 times 10 lifetimes worth of content on YouTube, Hulu, Netflix, all that shit to keep anyone entertained for long periods of time. So just stay sane, everybody. Keep trying. Keep going at it. Okay, we're done. I've had it with one the of the fucking, great challenges. I've had it with the fucking coronavirus. I've had it already. Had it. So. Um, now I can bring this up. I've been reading this book, Hell's Angels, <laughs> by Hunter S. Thompson. Um, I'm not very far in. I don't read a lot. Um, but something I want to get to to a long time. And kind of the thing that's nice about um, a nonfiction book like that is you can um, read small chunks. And still kind of absorb all the information in the same way. You know, like with a fiction book, you kind of have to be in it to, like, absorb everything. Because, you know, there are things that you, you know, pick up on through and through when you're reading it. And um, little details, when you when you have it all absorbed, you're able to re recall those details. Whereas, um, if you kind of just, you know, do what I do and, you know, pick up a book... And then leave it for two months and then try to go back to it and try to do that. <laughs> Much more difficult. Um, I am trying to I'm trying to better myself in general. But reading has definitely been something I've been trying to do uh, a lot more. Um, I do my my goal is to read at least ten pages. Um, which sounds like a very small amount, but I you know, even that after ten pages I get distracted and I need to move on to something else. But my whole thing is if I if I do it, if I keep doing it 
um it'll help my rewire my brain and all that but anyways um this book obviously you can tell by the title is about hell's angels and hunter s thompson before um before fearing loading las vegas um on the campaign trail and all that um he actually i don't know how much time he spent i think it was like two years I'm probably wrong on that number. It probably wasn't that long, but he spent a significant amount of time. They're probably going to show it in this clip here. Um, he spent a significant amount of time with the Hells Angels, um, which were a notorious bike game back in the 60s. So this is an interview with Hunter S. Thompson and the Hells Angels. Very old. They, they old. Don't be rude. A wildest bunch of outlaws to come out of the West and Billy the Kid and the Dolphins. He's here to challenge his biographer, a tense young literary journalist named Hunter Thompson. It was Thompson who lived here to challenge his biographer. I'm curious as to what age he got into drugs. Who knows? But the Hells Angels haven't been heard from yet. Tonight, Sunday makes author meet critics. It brings together the writer Hunter Thompson and the reader antagonize the most. That's the bike rider, Hell's Angel, Cliff Workman. Uh, really? What did you think of the book? Well, I'll tell you, Al and, and Hunter, everybody in this room, that that book is 60% cheap trash. Cliff, what is a typical Hell's Angel? Typical Hell's Angel could be anybody in this room, somebody that likes to ride a motorcycle. I got, I, I got a job, I got a boat and trailer, you know, I do all things. I raise dogs, I do a little bit of everything. Well, let's face it, you're not a typical angel, and I know that, you know that, so let's not get ourselves on that. Well, they're no different. Think, I think the angel sent Cliff here as, a, as an emissary, as a minister plenipotentiary with a high college degree and a yearning for bourgeois respectability? Those is he different? Your, those are all your words. Uh, he no, is he well, you said he's not typical. No. You see, actually, there are none of us that care what anybody thinks. I don't think he doesn't seem as fucked up. Me. What I do in my home is nobody's business. I don't give a damn. If they don't like me on my motorcycle, it's too bad. And you say you, you read the book and you, you, you think that I wasn't saying that? No, I, I know exactly what I said. I spent uh, two years in the damn. Well, I, I'd like to then get to the get to the end of it then on on why. Well, let's just, let's, I, I, let's you have two the years. That's what I thought. There, right? You spent a year with us. Why you got your head sometimes? All right, get to it. All right, I want to know why we didn't get the two kegs of beer that you promised us. Well, this guy here, he's sitting here, he's making a million dollars, and he made it off of us. Uh, maybe Hill, not quite Hill, that much. <laughs> if you knew what I was making on this, uh, you're making something. Anyway. You wouldn't tell me that vital credit. We helped you make it, right? Yeah. We, you said. What All we wanted, there, was nothing, there was nothing about money, nothing about a share in the book, nothing about anything. All we wanted was a couple of kegs of beer so we could all get drunk. <laughs> and a copy of the book to each of the Oakland members. Yeah, I said that. And when you got your I head thumped on, you wrote a letter to Ralph, and you said, seeing I got beat up and got my head thumped on, I don't owe you guys nothing. I didn't figure I did. But now, wait a minute. No, but you didn't which, tell which the people why you got your head thumped on. Wait a minute, what two kegs of beer are you talking about? What are these? Two kegs that you were going to give us for... We've had you in our home, we've fed you, we've given you a beer, you didn't pay for nothing. Motherfucker is tripping, man. Come on. A lot of people live in my house to drink a hell of a lot of beer. Well, sure. So I think it's pretty well. He can't promise shit. But they don't like what you're doing. Why did they thump him? All right, this man here, you got into a man's personal argument. Not to not write lies. No, no, it ain't. 
this afternoon. And oh, go ahead and tell it. All right. This, this is my side of what happened. Okay. You weren't there, so why don't you preface it with that? This is what this is what happened. Okay. And you, and you see if this isn't right. Junkie George is beating his old lady. Junkie George. <laughs> Junkie George? Junkie George. <laughs> Do you say so? Well, this is what happened. Oh, serious. <laughs> Junkie George is beating his old lady. I remember Junkie that. George, right. Junkie right. George's dog. I can, well, listen to this. Junkie George's dog bit him, right? I didn't to me, see this that. is a personal fan. This is I a didn't personal feud. If a guy wants to beat his wife and his dog bites him, that's between the three of them, right? <laughs> But anyways, um, here, does it go later into where? Are you finished? I was talking to Fripp, it was about 3 in the morning. Talk about the rape? We talking about uh, whether my uh, BSA 650 would run with his, uh, his chopper. And we were kind of comparing, you know, ratios and top speeds and road. And I was watching, what's his name, what, Junkie George? I don't know who, I didn't know the guy. But there was somebody about 30 feet to my left beating his wife to a pulp on the rocks. And I thought, well, that's, you know, kind of ugly, but that's the way that's, that's where the game is played. Now, if he'd been beating her that bad, somebody would have stopped her. Oh, no, don't, don't. Uh, Remember you're kidding me, time. and you're going to kid everybody else. No, nobody stopped him, and you know he beat his wife up. You just said it, right? He was beating his wife up. Okay, I mean, he wasn't had on the ground with a big rock or something, you know? No, no, oh, no. Well, he, she was lying on the Teen rock. Scoops. No, he was giving her the... <laughs> uh, keep well, that's, uh, that was a spoiler, I guess, but... I mean, not surprising. But anyways, this is uh, these are pictures of them from um, back in the day. This is the '60s, so this is like the era that the book takes place in. <laughs> um, but yeah, like very hippie-ish. You know, not. I mean, obviously looks are deceiving, but not like necessarily people you would think are. Maybe those guys. Not necessarily people you think would do that kind of stuff, but especially in these kind of some of these pictures. But oh yeah, that's right. They're big in what was it Woodstock. But however, <laughs> this is Hell's Angels now. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. You know, all the power to you. If you want to put ink on your body, go for it. Fuck, man. That's so stupid. Like, that's stupid. That's stupid. Like, to that level is so fucking dumb. I don't know. Call me old school, but... Anyways... Um, yeah, it doesn't really have anything to do with that. Those are the other gangs. I, I guess I don't know anything about the biker gangs if they're all interconnected. How that kind of all works out, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, get into all of it. Definitely, it's gonna be good shit. <sighs> okay, so one last thing before we go to well, now couple things before we go and break um so i wanted to read this off um joe rogan's done everybody's kind of done but i thought i would do it so this is hunter s thompson's daily routine um according to i don't know who wrote this doesn't say 
Associated Press. This is a early, or, or no, this is E. Jean Carroll's biography, Hunter, Hunter, The Strange and Savage Life of Hunter S. Thompson. So, yeah, both predictable and outrageous. So, rises at 3 p.m. 305, Chivas sh- Regal with the morning papers, Dunhill cigarette. 345, cocaine. 350, another glass of Chivas Dunhill. 405, first cup of coffee, Dunhill. 415, cocaine. 416, orange juice, Dunhill. 430, cocaine. 454, cocaine. 505, cocaine. 511, coffee, Dunhills. 530, more ice in the Chivas. 545, cocaine. 6 p.m., grass to take the edge off. 705, Woody Creek Tavern for lunch. <laughs> lunch at 7 o'clock. Heineken, two margaritas, two cheeseburgers, two orders of fries, a plate of tomatoes, coleslaw, taco salad, a double order of onion rings, carrot cake, ice cream, bean fish, Dunhills, and other Heineken cocaine, and for the ride home, a snow cone. See, isn't your appetite suppressed when you do a lot of cocaine? That's what I thought. I mean, I guess Chris Farley did a lot of cocaine. Okay, so anyways... So he does all that for two hours. Gets back home and I assume gets back. Yeah, on the ride home, he so he's go. He's at home now at 9 p.m. Does more cocaine. 10 p.m. Drops acid. Drops acid every day. Like I don't even understand the point. Like from what I understand, if you drop acid and you drop acid the next day, you don't feel it. So if you're dropping acid every day, it would it would just eventually you wouldn't even be able to tell. That's insane. So, in, in, with cocaine, that would be like a rush. One time I mixed Adderall and acid by accident. and Not really by accident, I just wasn't really thinking. Um, but the fact that I had taken Adderall early that day, it really affected the trip. It was like really fast. Like my come up, my I came up in like 10 minutes. It was weird. Anyways, 11 p.m., chartreuse, whatever the fuck that is. Cocaine, grass, 11.30 cocaine, midnight, Hunter, he's ready to write. And then 12.05 6 a.m., he's doing more share juice, whatever that is. Cocaine, grass, chivas, coffee, Heineken, clove, clove cigarettes, grapefruit, Dunhills, orange orange juice, gin. 6 a.m. in the hot tub, champagne, dove bars, fetching Alfredo, idiom, halicin, I think that's a sleeping med, then 8.20 sleep. So that's 8 a.m. he goes to bed. Writes from midnight to 6 a.m. So I guess that's where <clears throat> I guess that's that's how uh, that's how the, some of the great American literature was written. So last thing before we or last subject before we go break here. Um, Red Dragon. I saw this movie. What yesterday? I think. I think it was yesterday. Maybe two days ago. Very interesting. Um, which it is set as a prequel to. Oh, uh, it says a prequel to the uh, Silence of the Lambs. Has Anthony Hopkins, uh, Edward Norton, which I love as an actor. He's a great actor. <coughs> um, he was kind of he was definitely what drew me into wanting to watch it. Um, but yeah, I watched that movie. It was very good. I'm not like not overly graphic. It was more focused on like the the drama, what was going on. I mean, it was graphic. I'm not gonna say it wasn't, but it was a lot more focused on what was going on, not necessarily um, all the other shit. So I I really um, I really appreciate that out of the movie um, that they kind of did 
that word justice. Um, but something I found very interesting about this overall, I don't want to give away too much, but the killer in the movie worships this, like, or worships or is controlled by, like, this deity. The fuck? That was weird. Um, controls this, like, deity. Or is controlled by a deity or something like that. Something weird. Um, and he worships this painting. It's called the great... It, it, the painting he worships is called the great red dragon and the woman clothed in sun that's the one he worships um here's an image it's the original painting so these paintings are taken from this is the one in the movie these paintings are taken from uh or they they were inspired by the book of revelation which is whatever but um, the art is and tonight, fantastic. And tonight, the Iowa Board of Medicine is calling for a stay-at-home order. Governor Reynolds says state restrictions. No. Um, pass that. So, there's four paintings, it looks like. The Great Red Dragon and the Woman Clothed in Sun. The Great Red Dragon and the Woman... So, twice. Oh, with the sun. So, there's different. In the sun and with the sun. Um, Great Red Dragon and the Beast from the Sea. And the number of the, be the, number of the beasts is 666. So these are pretty, pretty gothic art. Like, there's the lady. So there's the lady in all these images. Well, until the third, and then that's just that's just the fucking demon with a million heads and um swords and shit. And this last one is. A demon sitting in front of another demon. I don't fucking know. I I never read. I mean, I read a little bit of Revelation, but let's see. Let's see the verse. And behold, the great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns. Blah 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 blah. So it's inspired by that. Um, but yeah, really interesting. Like in the movie, he like takes it and eats it. He like becomes it or whatever. It's really weird. Um, the ending was really, I, I, I did fall asleep a couple times watching it, <laughs> so the ending was a little vague to me, I didn't really understand what happened, but, yeah, it was good shit, okay, so we're gonna take a little break here, um, we're gonna come back, and we're just gonna, like, watch some clips, have a good time, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about some other stuff, but this is just gonna kinda be, um, a relaxed last half of the podcast, so, um, stay tuned for that. It's going to be a good time, and we will be back. And we are back to the McAllister Hours. I am again your host, Cole McAllister. And today, we're going to get into just a few more subjects before just chill out chilling out with some videos discussing some stuff um yeah i guess more i guess we're having more of a visual podcast today so i apologize for that but for the listeners but um something interesting i found today um uh the midwest matthew we've talked about him on the podcast um particularly the episode with jackson and jay smooth um, he's a big uh, proprietor in the 
hip hop game here in Des Moines and you know other places I think he does stuff in Chicago too um, but in other places but anyways he likes to post some interesting stuff <laughs> um, and he did this one with Woody Allen and his now wife uh, like the wife is a is a child. And he's holding the child. I I did not realize that um, he, he like knew her as a child. It's really creepy. Really, really, really creepy. But you can see by the post, obviously. Um, let's see how old he is. He's eighty four. Woody Allen. And it's really kind of weird, you know. I, you know, like Annie Hall. That's how. That's how I know Woody Allen is Annie Hall. I didn't watch it all. I was like in, tw- my, in my 20s, but that's like, that's the one I remember. And he's such a distinguished, like, great director, but he's fucking creepy. It's like Roman Polanski, you know? It's just these weird, these guys in the industry just end up being fucking weird. Seeing shit doesn't even look like they mention it. Oh no, they do. Oh yeah, yeah. So he said, and he's had several mar- marriages, I think. Ooh, he has a sexual assault allegation. I'm shocked. <laughs> oh, we don't even get to that. But yeah, this is his wife. It's just she. She was born in South Korea. She is 49. Oh, so she's 49. Oh, he was her mother's boyfriend? Oh, no way. <laughs> I did not know that. For 10 years? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. The mom and the daughter. An adopted daughter. That's the worst part. <sighs> Jesus Christ. That's so weird. So fucking weird. I can't even imagine that. I will say I dated sisters back in the day, back when I was in high school, and that like that weirds people out. People are like, What the fuck's wrong with you? And I I wouldn't disagree with them. But yeah, this is them. I was gonna say, like, she didn't look like eighteen or anything like that. It would almost be like more comforting if he was some was someone who was like eighteen. Like, if he had a porn star right there, they'd be like, yeah, he's Woody Allen. Fuck, we can do that, you know? Um, so, the warped reality of Woody Allen. The couple would like you to forget everything you know. This is an article, but whatever. So she claims that she was not rape molested and spoiled by some evil stepfather. Um, I mean, at least they're open about it, I guess. But I'm not going to read all that. I really don't care that much. But I just kind of saw that and I thought it was interesting. Okay. The thing I actually care about. So there's this channel, Control Shit Face. Shift, not shift face. <laughs> Control shift face. He's on YouTube. Um, it looks like um, it, he's done a lot of deep fake, like a lot. I am not. I'm not prepared to watch all of them. 
but this deep fake shit just always weirds me. This is like my new thing that I'm weirded out by. So let's watch a couple of these. So they've switched Jared Leto's character with Christian Bale's character, and they switched Christian Bale's character with Tom Cruise. <laughs> And the voiceover isn't very good. Why is this? The whole album has a clear, crisp sound and a so new sheen professionalism that really gives the songs a big boost. I don't know why it turns out so quiet on the damn thing. <sighs> I mean, He's been it's not as style, good in this but one. I think Huey has a far more bitter. I mean, you. I think you can like kind of still tell, but it's weird. It's not. It's not enough to like, you know. You can really create some really weird shit. is that a Yes, it is. See, this one doesn't really work. I guess. Huey released this. It's weird. It's it's just weird. That's the bottom line. The shit is fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, I don't really get to the graphics, but like they deal with the blood and everything, which I thought was kind of interesting. Okay, hopefully I don't get copyrighted for this, using this music, but I think we'll be okay. So, that's the guy that played Freddie Mercury in that movie, the Queen movie. Wow. See, that looks really good. That looks just fucking like him. So they took an okay. So they took an interview. So I wonder if he just has like a program. If he has a program that he does all this with. Well, obviously it's a program, but like if if the program like scans all those images, or if he has to go in and individually do it. Distortion. Either way, and I have not seen. Was it? Mr. I think it's Mr. Robot. Whatever that show is, I haven't seen that yet. <sighs> Fucking weird shit, man. Weird shit. Now this one was just funny. I mean, you creepy. have to understand one thing. Still definitely creepy about but directing. That. Here's the very funny Bill Hader, ladies and gentlemen. You know, um, it seemed like every movie I, I saw in the last several months, you you were in it, and and, I, and, I, and good for you. That's just oh, great. thanks, buddy. Thanks. And uh, yeah, I, I, I was wondering like about the one, the uh, Tropic well. Thunder. Yeah, Tropic Thunder. Where, where yeah. Tom Cruise. You're working with Tom Cruise. What was that experience like? Uh, it was amazing. Like uh, we got to dance together. Uh, <laughs> that was amazing. Um, we had like, uh, you know, when you do a movie, you do table reads, you know, where like all the uh, actors get together. Well, at the and beginning of the At the production. beginning, before anything, you I've get together and you read times. through the I'm script. Look the and um, so it's like, you know, all these heavyweights, like, you know, 
you know, Ben Stiller, Jack Black, Robert Downey Jr. Everybody, and then at the end is like me. Like, you know, like, hey. Just happy to be here, guys. <laughs> you know, like, and uh, some other supporting guys. And then, uh, and then Tom Cruise walks oh in. And even those guys are like, whoa. And he's super stoked to be there. <laughs> you know, just like, yeah, oh, boom. It's you know, eyebrows. Like, yeah, you can tell my like, eyebrows. Wow. He's yep, the eyebrows immediately move. excited um, the when, he, when he walks into 100%. a room. And, uh, and uh, so he comes over and he sits next to me. And I think he had been briefed on some of the supporting guys, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was like yeah. trying to place me, <laughs> you know? So he sat down next to me and he's like, I. Uh, Creepy. I love your work. <laughs> He's like spot on with the impression. Uh, I love too. your work too, Tom Cruise. Stop it. <laughs> spot on. Thanks. And, uh, and uh, I go, yeah, you know, I'm friends with Judd Apatow and Seth Rogen, and they went to your house. And went, yes, yes, yes. I, uh, they did come to my house. Oh, my God. And I, and I said, uh, Seth Rogen was like, you know, it was amazing. He has like... A, you know, a bike track in his backyard. It's phenomenal. <laughs> and, and I did a Seth Rogen impression, and it was like I did a magic trick. Tom Cruise was like, yeah! Oh my god. Wow. I do want to pull that clip. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna... We're gonna digress. I know everybody's probably seen this, but... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was watching this the other fucking day. I forgot about all this shit. <laughs> No fucking Tom Cruise, man. Oh my god. Crazy motherfucker. They still worship him like a king. Okay, anyways. Oh. So. I wouldn't say he's on cocaine. Or on drugs or something. I think he's he's like said that maybe he was really tired or something. Thanks for coming to my Legends Ball with Katie. Was that the best fun? Was that? Yes, yes. What has happened to you? He just wants to fuck her. He just wants to throw her on that couch and fuck the shit out of her. Nah, he's just like. He's gotta be like tri like tripping or something, like on coke. Maybe he's on acid. Do you think he's tripping? Is that a Scientology thing? Drop acid. I know. We've never seen you behave this way before. I know. Have you ever yeah, I know. Felt this way yeah! <laughs> Jesus fuck. You are gone. I'm not gonna pretend. I'm not gonna pretend. You know Katie White told Seventeen magazine. Yes! He's gone. He's gone. Gone. Gone forever. 
Okay, I've had enough. But Jesus Christ, Tom Cruise. Get your shit together. Okay, and this is where we're just gonna watch. Paradigm of absolute we're not going to watch this whole thing. And that's why we're Probably not going to watch the whole thing. Pointing videos, out that we're meant to be in nature and be natural. And this, this is, is a Folks Alex Jones made song. To transcend the new world order. And that's why they I want to get on the Joe Rogan podcast. So. I don't purport or support it by any means. But it's hilarious. Okay. Anyways. Not gonna listen to that whole thing, but interesting nonetheless. <laughs> just Oblivion NPC dialogue. <laughs> One of my favorite web compilations for sure. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And you? I'm fine, thank you. Do you like the food? Yes, the food this is This is very great. similar to another meme. Is the food too spicy There's Chinese for you? people. No, or, I, I love spicy Asians, food. I, should say. I can eat spicy food every day. How much longer will you stay here? I will stay two more days. Then you will go home? Yes, then I will go home. Can I make it quick work? then? I work for a big company. Okay. In the, the, in the, the whole point is that the dialogue is really out there and fucking crazy but eyes of the of the law in the in the eyes of the, of the law is worth more how strange is it that we put like a, a monetary value on actual life itself mm. wow it's a just such a strange strange concept yeah did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose <laughs> with his car no holy shit jamie pull that video up oh my god oh my god Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's that's the show in a nutshell. Oh my god. So this this is actually kinda cool. I stumbled across this video a little bit ago. Um <laughs> This Denny's, which you know, I think I, I think at that point, or wherever Denny's is, I think some of them are twenty four seven, or at least they were. Um, this one was shutting down, and they had like this thing where they had a band. They cleared the whole place out and had a band like have a concert there. So it's called the or in the on the I guess it was closing down. So it was like the last night it was open. So this is the Denny's Grand Slam. <laughs> It's just like a bunch of people like mosh pitting in their fucking dentists. This had to be from like late 2000s. Oh, 
Something like that. If I had, if I had. Say the N word. I must. <laughs> you can't say that word, Yoda. Yes, I can. You nigga. Thirteen percent. Fifty percent of all violent crime. <laughs> Eddie, stop! You can't say it. You gotta stop using that word. Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Ah. Uh. I know what it feels like to say that word, the power, everything, but you'll screw yourself. Stop saying that word. I like being racist. It makes me happy. Now die, you stupid bitch. Can I help you? The sixth time I've seen that, and it's still, ooh, still fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's the timing. It's it's just like it's straight up just the timing. Woo, woo. That's a good video when you're crying from laughing. Can I help you? Call this the judge and call, get some fudge. Call the judge and get some fudge. Can are you okay? Nope. No. No. You a doctor? Maybe. Well, where's your MD? My dick. Your DM. You trying to slide in the DMs? You trying to slide? Pardon? You trying to slide in the DMs? What the fuck are you talking about? You know Twitter? I would get her Twitter. I pop pins when I roll with Justin. I drink lean, not roll with Tussin. You know I'm bugging. I'm totally related just so the bitch would blow my cousin. I'm coming back and I'm sitting fire. And you singing like Jeremiah. I'm gonna retire. I'm gonna get higher. I'm gonna be flyer. You a fucking liar like Stitcher C. Lyrically, y'all be killing me up in the industry. and drink vodka mixed with the Hennessy. I really don't do that, but you get it, B. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me kill him with the flow. Sniff another quarter ounce of blow. This is white trash party. Because the motherfuckers already be knowing the current on the road. I'll be like, whoa. Like a black rock. That's nuts, though. That was really good. Especially Yo. if you're being drunk. Oh, play Seinfeld. Seinfeld. This is pretty cool. This is pretty cool.
would love to get a base. Get into that. And if anybody wants to donate a base, DM me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so this is K. This is K Mac. This is a guy I love on YouTube. He's fucking hilarious. He does these like short clips where he just like makes fun of rock, of rock songs. song for another 15 years <laughs> oh this is this is like the funniest fucking i i can't i gotta see if this is i i part of me thinks this is this fake like this has to be fake it's just so perfectly like everything happens so perfectly i don't know let's just watch it Freaky of a situation that be too. <laughs> like kids, like, <laughs> kids look on the bus, and then there's. You're new. What's your name? Get the fuck away from me, kid. Can't pay for the fucking bus, man. Need to get in the school bus. Oh my god. This shit's hilarious, too. These are all hilarious. You're on camera. Say something. Last night and night before, there was three women walking down the street that way. I saw them. I said, hey, you three women, why are y'all walking down the street that way? There's nothing down there. And they flew away. I saw them with some birds. wrong with them oh jesus christ hey boys let's take it from the top sure man go for it so this is k-mac again songs with drum fills intros be like <laughs> i can't i mean i don't know i can't i can't 
Sophie can actually play it better or not. hilarious so this one's called every Mumford and Sung songs basically I can sing real soft I can sing real loud too I, I love a girl she left me sad and blue and two and you and shoe and boo. <laughs> and I get big like this. And I will wake up all my neighbors' kids. Anyways. Fuck the guy out fucking cold. Okay, the so this is pretty the cool. The Cupperware version is the same this is Joe as Rogan. the Taekwondo version. The difference is like Kicking the difference between like hooks. Like a fucking bear. Like some people throw a it's hook insane. like this, and some people throw a hook like this. This and this is like the difference between the Cupperware. It's basically the same thing. You're spinning and hitting the guy with the heel. Now you can do it to the bag, but it's kind of rough on your knees. And really when I did it to the bag, I would always stiff leg it like this. I'll that would fuck someone way. up. Like if you were in a bad situation, like they they wouldn't even be able That's to pull out a knife kick. in that time. How quick he does that? He just fuck him up, just fuck him up inside the head, down, like no problem. Holy, f or like even that, even to the groin, they'd be down. Holy fuck. He looks probably like what mid thirties. Jesus Side Christ! Kick. It's got much more power. Standing like this. It's like some fucking Superman dead. shit right there. This shit's insane. Oh no, this guy. Who the fuck is this guy? Does it say in the comments? This guy, he's in, yeah, he's in some other shit. He's on like a million YouTube videos. Excuse me. You smoke a lot? Most of the time. But you don't smoke a lot, right? Nah. <laughs> do you smoke a lot? No. Not Sometimes at all? I do, but not Nah, you never smoke, right? No. Once in a while I don't. You don't smoke, right? I smoke sometimes. Sometimes I do, once in a while. I never Lester, smoke. Lester, do you smoke? Me? No, never. Once in a blue moon, I know. Bush. Bush. I'm a bush. You're a bush. I'm a bush. You're a bush. I'm a bush. You understand that I'm a bush. Sometimes we let 16 year olds get drunk. I'm not no one. Well, I don't know. Oh, so this is. This is interesting. So these are. Old New York City Union guys arguing. They know how to argue, apparently. Any equipment in the park department, whether it be in forestry, 
in the shops or out in the field. The trucks belong to the motor vehicle operators. That's their title in the city of New York, to drive all equipment for the city of New York. You have a man getting $13,000 driving a vehicle which is out of title, and a man is sitting down $7,000, that's all he gets for a st starting salary, a motor vehicle operator. Why doesn't the city put a motor vehicle operator on that truck for $7,000? I don't really care at this point, but... Um... <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we just got one more clip here. Are you sober now? Are you sober now? No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm never, but I, I'm always, I, 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 I,